Hello and welcome to My Thoughts on the World. This is episode 8, and today we're going to be talking about gangs. We're also going to give you the top 10 most wanted gang members of the LAPD. So stay tuned. He's gonna let loose like a Mac 10, everybody. Everybody, stay away from him. Okay, he's what they call the street sweeper. That's probably the only job he can get, being a street sweeper, because you know he joined the joined the gang. He didn't go to college. He joined the gang. So, but um, anyway, while we let this song fade out, it's got a good beat. I mean, wouldn't you say it has a good beat? It's got a good beat, but it's all for the wrong reasons. Now, the National Center uh, for Victims of Crime, they were asked, what effects do gangs have? And they said, um, and this is a quote from them, gangs tear apart our communities and disrupt our schools. Now, although most gang violence occurs between rival gangs uh, of the same ethnic background, uh, gang activities affect nearly everyone in the community in some personal way. You know, because they could go out and they would rob a liquor store and shoot somebody who's totally innocent who's not even in a gang. You know. Now, in America's schools, gangs often create an environment of intimidation and fear that can make it all but impossible for students to learn. And that's, that's to God's honest truth, people. It really makes it hard for kids to learn because they're always hanging around in fear because they're afraid they're going to get their ass beat when they get, uh, get out of school. Now, gangs today are involved in a wide variety of crimes. Um, their influences uh, on the flow of crack and other drugs in our schools and communities has resulted in additional social problems. Now, the sad part is, uh, in recent years... Uh, the problem of gang violence has increased due to the mobility of gangs. Large, well-established gangs frequently relocate from one city to another so they can become the dominant gang in another area. So, you know, they, they let's say they're in uh, a small city in California and they decide, hey, let's go to Texas so we can be the dominant gang there too. That's how they, that's how they expand. Thus, more and more people in more and more communities become affected. So you think, well, this is a small town. You know, the, the, the gang life doesn't affect us here. Just wait. It might. Now, they were also asked, why do gangs exist and why do kids want to join them? Now, there have been many explanations uh, for why the gang population has exploded in the United States. I think... For the most, I mean, me personally, I think one of the reasons is rap, and people can, you know, disassociate themselves with that if they want to, but rap has a lot to do with it. But it includes increased drug trafficking, uh, the ease of access to drugs and guns, uh, poverty, uh, racial divisions. See, everything is race, folks. Everything that happens 
has something to do with race. Everything is race-related. Remember that. We'll play that in another episode. Uh, lack of uh, parental supervision. You know, when you've got single-family homes and the mom's working or the dad's working and the mom's not around and he's got to go work and he leaves the kid by himself, you know, that's, that's one thing. Uh, lack of employment opportunities, especially with the economy nowadays. When I was talking about before, 50%, 45 to 50% of, of black kids are unemployed. Uh, breakdown in the family structure, divorce, fights, domestic violence, stuff like that. Uh, excessive sex and violence in television shows and moves, movies. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that one. Um, but the breakdown of the structure of the community and of the church. Okay, now why would you want to get the church involved? Does the church have to be there in order for the gang not to be there? I mean, I, I think maybe the, the, the Christians are somewhat of a gang. You know, they tend to gang up on you sometimes, you know. Um, but uh, that all that is, is uh, contributed in some way, okay. But no single reason is re- solely responsible. Um, although the risks and sacrifices are great, the truth is gangs provide many benefits to their members. Well, so they create the illusion uh, of... Of these benefits, uh, companionship, protection, a sense of belonging, fast money, training, uh, relief of frustration, power, and self-esteem. And that's true. But the problem is, you know, you've heard the old saying, if you join a gang, it's either prison or death. And of course, you, when you join a gang, you can't just get out of the gang. You know, you, you, it's blood in, blood out. You either you, know, you 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 either stay in the gang or you die. One of the two. You know, and they were also asked what can be done to stop the gangs. Um. Well, in schools, they've uh, forbidden people to wear gang paraphernalia. I mean, they they're not wearing drug paraphernalia. You know, uh, weed leaves and all that stuff. You know, marijuana leaves. Um. That that can help um, provide support for victims of gang violence and intimidation. But see, the problem with that is they'll start uh, calling them a rat and they'll probably kill them anyway. Uh, Assimilate gang-oriented students into the mainstream, academically, extracurricular, and socially. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that. I think gang members, they need to be kicked out of school because they're not learning anyway. They're doing too much gang uh, activities. They're not even worried about school. They don't give a shit about their education. Uh, remove graffiti immediately. And, and that, that can be an expensive problem because, you know, you, you cover up graffiti the next day, it's back on there. You know, of course, they say it discourages graffiti and, and keeps its message often a threat to another gang. You know, so I, I don't know. It's I guess it's going to come up, and it's going. It's you take it off, and it's going to go back on again. It's a reoccurring problem, and that's a that's a real real shame too. Um, they also want the schools to provide sports and drama and recreational activities as alternatives to gang activities. Come on, are you serious? That's the problem. That's one of the problems because you know. Okay, how about if you uh, be in the drama class? You're not going to make no money at it, but you'd be in the drama class and, 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 you know, star in a play. Or you can go and pimp these hoes, fuck them, and get a whole bunch of money. Which ones do you think they're going to take? Of course, in high school, 
their hormones are already raging as it is. So they're thinking, oh, I'm going to fuck some girls, make some money. You know, if I have to sell drugs to do it, oh, well, of course, you know, like I was saying in the last episode, you know, their, their minds are young. They're not matured. You know, some people. Um, let's see. Uh, add gang and drug prevention into school curricula. Just get rid of it altogether. Somebody says they're in a gang, kick them out of school. I don't think that's the way it should be. Someone says they're in a gang, kick them out. Someone wearing gang, uh, flashing gang signs, kick them out immediately. Expel them indefinitely. Get rid of them. Get security guards around your school in every door if you have to. It may cost a bit, but your students will be safe in the long run. Uh, now, law enforcement seems to be having quite a problem with these guys and gals. You know, they just uh, the, the men, the women are just as ruthless. Um, they, they're, they're trying to keep hardcore members off the street with swift arrests and long-term prison sentences. Um, the problem is, if you put them in prison, it's just going to um, make it worse because that's basically their school. You know, you send a, a gang member to... To prison, you basically send them to school to get trained. Then they come out worse than they than they were. I mean, essentially, they do. Uh, they want to train officers in areas newly affected by gangs to read graffiti and track gangs. You know what? I look at it this way. Okay? Me, personally, and this is, like I said, my thoughts. I think it should be, if you see a gang member on the street, cops, shoot him. Just kill him. Get it over with. You're going to save probably 10 to 20 people in the lifetime of that gang member because he's probably going to shoot that many. Uh, they're trying to, uh, like I said, provide longer prison sentences, uh, provide witness protection programs because they know that the people that testify against these these guys are going to uh, either be killed or maimed in some way or you know their family will be killed. But the thing is, you know, Kids don't realize that they say, "Well, I'm going to join a gang," but they don't realize if they decide to get out, they can't get out. So they go to the, uh, you know, they try and rat on their former gang members. They end up having, uh, you know, uh, what do they call those things? Uh, hit on them. You know, they get hits put out on them, and and now it's like, oh shit, you know, why did I even join the gang? Well, it's too fucking late now. Maybe you should have thought about that before you joined. You know, I'm sure your mom and dad were probably telling you about the gangs, how bad they are, except for the poor kids that have. Uh, gang members as as parents you know that's that can't be helped you know of course you know they want to enhance uh supervision and counseling and surveillance of gang members and youth predisposed to joining a gang oh i mean yeah you know whatever where were the parents where the parents in all this you know you join a gang i'll i'll, I'll kick you out of my house you know shit like that needs to be needs to be done and as far as I'm concerned, prisons, you shouldn't even send a gang member to prison. And like, like I said, it's, it, all you're doing is giving them an education. You know, so I think what you should do, personally, is you need to get all the gang members, have the United States buy an island somewhere in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean or in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, and... Put them all on that island and let them just fight it out amongst each other. That's all. Get a, an island five miles long, five miles wide, 
you know, every so often drop some, you know, cartons of carts of food in there or whatever and let them have it. At least they're not going to be killing anybody except themselves. You know, they're not and, and and when you put them there, you put them there for life. Because they're a gang member. You know, I mean, it seems like the death penalty doesn't doesn't seem to be uh, intimidating any of these guys. So, even if they they get caught with a an ounce of weed, let's say, put them on that island for life. You know, have a couple of uh, patrol boats. I mean, you only need one island. Because it's always going to be room because they're going to be killing each other anyway. And if they get hungry enough, they can eat them too. I wonder who gets the cock and balls. Yeah, I don't know. But, you know, they're going to keep killing each other anyway, so there's always going to be room on that island. Just have a couple of... of uh, you know, military boats going around that island 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. If anybody tries to escape, shoot on sight, shoot to kill. And that's it. I guarantee you, if kids get a hold of that, on you know, they watch that on TV and they say, oh, shit, I guess I maybe we shouldn't join a gang because, man, if we get caught, first offense, we're there for life with hardcore gang members. You know what I mean? That might, that might uh, create a positive effect, I think. But, of course... You know, uh, the government thinks that uh, everybody has rights, even the gang members. You know, even the child molesters have rights, uh, and it's it sucks. But it's true. Now, I think one of the worst uh, states for gangs right now is California. Uh, they're really having a problem with gangs. And, of course, my buddy Rick Perry's state, Texas. Now, um, I'm going to give you the top 10 most wanted gang members of the LAPD. Um, the first one is a man named Fernando Arayujo. A-R-A-U-J-O. Boy, what a name that is. And he's from the Canoga Park, Alabama gang. He's uh, obviously Hispanic. And, of course, he's wanted for attempted murder, or as they say, attempted 187. He was a passenger in a vehicle that shot at a couple of people on the sidewalk. Of course, I mean, that didn't kill nobody, but, you know, he's wanted for attempted murder. Now, this uh, next guy, his name is Eric Robert Cahew, I think. Um... And he's from the gang, the Magician Club. Never heard of that. Uh, but he's wanted for murder. He um, walked up to a victim as he was uh, sitting on his front porch with his family members. And uh, it seems Eric Robert uh, hit the victim in the head with a handgun and then shot and killed him. Wow. It's ruthless. Some of these guys are pretty ruthless. The things they do for these gangs is, is unbelievable. You know, and like I said, it led him. It's going to lead him to jail. Pretty soon, they're going to find him. They're going to find him, and and he's going to go to jail. Uh, here's uh, Merced Cambero. He's wanted for murder. Uh, between 1999 and 2000, uh, Cambero is responsible for numerous murders of African American males in Los Angeles. Now, usually, you think of uh, gang members fighting other gangs of the same race, but that's 
true sometimes, not all the time. Sometimes they go after the uh, other ethnic gangs, and obviously he did. It looks like he he killed whoever uh, he was aiming for. So, okay, here's another one. Ismael Alejandro Campos. He's a member of the Crazy Riders. Uh, He shot a rival gang member to death in 2004. And that's basically, you know, pretty simple cut and dry stuff. You know, it's nothing really complicated. Of course, these guys really aren't complicated. They're pretty simple. Uh, they're, they're, they're pretty smart when it comes to, uh, you know, street smarts. But if you were to give them a book, they wouldn't know what to do with it. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's true, you know, because they're not educated the right way. At least I think so. You know, here's another one, Rodolfo Diaz. He's from the 38th Street Gang. Uh, he shot and killed his ex-girlfriend's mother and wounded her sister. He's got a tattoo of a heart and Miriam on the right forearm and Mi Vida Loca on his neck. Oh, how many? Uh, that's that's an original tattoo there, buddy. You know, I mean, you know, everybody's every Mexican gang members have got at least one of those. Uh, Mario Lemus, uh, his moniker is Drek. That's what he goes by. Uh, I didn't say what gang he's he's from, but uh, Mario and a second suspect, who's already in custody, um, they're suspected of confronting victims Franklin and uh, male black, and they punched and stomped on his head. The suspect shouted a racial slur during the beating and fled. Now Franklin, who was the victim, was hospitalized and later succumbed to his injuries. So he's wanted for homicide. Now, why are they calling it a homicide? Why don't they just call it murder? Murder, homicide, it's the same thing. At least I think it is. I don't know. It might be different. Um, here we have Fernando Ochoa. Oh, he's a guy that you want to you know, send home to daddy and mama. Uh, he's with the West Side Wilmas. Uh, crime information is the suspect and victim are both members of the Westside Wilmus Gang in Wilmington, California. Uh, they became involved in a dispute over a previous incident. The suspect, suspect exited his vehicle and walked towards the victim. The suspect pointed a 9mm handgun and shot the victim multiple times. And the suspect fled in the, a vehicle. The vehicle is in custody, but he's not. And the weapon is outstanding. Not outstanding as in wonderful, it's outstanding as is, I don't know what it means. It's outstanding, I guess. But, you know, these these guys will never learn. And you think, you, you, you show your kids all these pictures and stuff and what, you know, what, what happens to gang members. And, and some kids just don't learn. Here's another one. Gildardo Pena. Uh, his gang is the Tunerville. Tujunga Clique, or Clica, whatever they call it. Uh, his moniker is Shaggy. Oh, that's an original one there. Man, boy, you guys are really coming up with some original names. Uh, Gildar- Gildardo is implicated in the November 6, 2005 shooting death of a 45-year-old Donald Nelson. Uh, the murder occurred at midnight in the 7,000 block of Valmont in Tujunga. Uh, Nelson was killed... For the gang's belief that he was providing information to police about Tunerville gang members. 
uh, the suspect should be considered armed and dangerous. Um, yeah, so even if they su suspect that you're ratting them out, they'll kill you. You know, is that something you really want, kiddos? Is that something you want? You, you want to have, you know, be able to uh, be in hiding for the rest of your life if you rat on one of these guys? You know, if that's what you want, you go right ahead, man. But uh, I don't. you're going to die pretty young. So, have at it, fellas. Now, here's another one. Jose Luis Sainz. Uh, his gang is uh, the Cuarto Flats. Uh, his moniker is Smiley. Ooh, oh, 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 Smiley. Oh, man. Why don't you just call yourself Joker? You know? Uh, Hispanic male, 5'1". Boy, he's... 180 pounds, 5'1", 180 pounds, boy, that is one fat guy, <laughs> uh, the suspect killed two rebel gang members in 98, he, he's, been, he's been wanted since 1998, come on LAPD, didn't you catch this guy, he's also a suspect in the kidnapping, rape, and murder of his girlfriend to silence her regarding, regarding the double murder, so this guy killed two gang members and, and then killed his girlfriend maybe because she was there. So he's considered armed and dangerous. Uh, he was born in 75, so he'd be 35, 36 years old by now. So, man, come on, you guys need to catch these guys, man. And finally, you have uh, Felix Ugalde. His moniker is Flaco. Oh, <laughs> there's another one, man. There's another one, Flaco. Yeah, why don't you call yourself fail? Because you are. Uh, we have no crime information on it, but uh, he's wanted for uh, attempted murder. Now, what I'm trying to say, folks, is that uh, gang members, it's not a good thing to be one. And if you are, get out. If you can. If you can't, I'm sorry. Nice knowing you, but... That just means more food for me and everybody else because you won't be alive. Now, I want to give out a list of some of the uh, gangs out there. You may have heard of, you may not have heard of them. Oh, and the reason why I'm sniffling uh, doing it in the last show, the allergies uh, down here are just god-awful. But here's a list of some of the Asian gangs. You have the 14K Triad, Asian Boys, uh, Black Dragons, Jackson Street Boys, Triads, Tongs, Wah Ching, Chinese triads, Yakuza, and Born to Kill. I wonder where they got Born to Kill from. Huh. Couldn't be from Full Metal Jacket, could it? Once again, originality at its finest, ladies and gentlemen. Now we got some bikers. We got the Banditos. You got uh, Brother Speed, Diablos, Devil's Disciples, Free Souls, Hell's Angels. Everyone knows them. Highwaymen, Motorcycle Club, uh, the Mongols, the Outlaws, the Pagans. The pissed off bastards of Bloomington. <laughs> now that's now that's an original one right there. That's an original one. Sons of Silence, the Warlocks, the Gypsy Jokers, and the Iron Horsemen. Uh, some black gangs. Uh, the Sixty Nine Mob, uh, the Black Gangster Disciples, Black Guerrilla Family, the Black Liberation Army, the Black Mafia Family, the Bloods, the Crips, uh, the Council, the DC Blacks, the Four Corner Hustlers. The Hidden Valley Kings, the Mickey Cobras, Philadelphia Black Mafia, Supreme Team, Weather Underground, Zoe Pound Gang, 
we also have some diverse ones, which actually is you know a mixture of blacks, Mexicans, whites, a whole list of uh, ethnicity. Uh, we have the Folk Nation, Friends Stand United, LMV Gang, Maniac Latin Disciples, uh, Nation of Gods and Earths, People's Nation, Simon City Royals, Dixie Mafia. Uh, we also have some Irish gangs. Woo! I'm sure they're walking around with a shamrock saying, Lucky Charms, right? <laughs> no, probably not. But uh, you have the 19th Street Gang, you got 40 Thieves, Bottoms Gang, Bow Brothers, Charleston Mob, Dead Rabbits. <laughs> Dead Rabbits. Wasn't that on the gangs in New York? I think so. Maybe it was a real gang, I guess. The Gopher Gang. They always, the Irish seem to have funny names to their gangs. Uh, you have Egan's Rats, the Ducky Boys, uh, the Mullen Gang, the Northside Gang, the, the Reagan's Colts, Rhodes Gang, Roach Guards. <laughs> Why don't you just have the Roach Motel Gang, too, while you're at it? The White Hand Gang, the Winter Hill Gang, and... Uh, some others, but you have the Italians. Oh, yeah, of course, Italians are all known for their mafias, right? Uh, the Chicago outfit, the Cleveland crime family. Of course, they're all crime families. Milwaukee crime family. New Orleans crime family. Uh, I didn't know there were uh, Italians in New Orleans. I thought most of them were in New York, New Jersey, and, you know, up in the east, uh, northeast coast. But Cleveland crime family. So the Tanglewood Boys, the South Brooklyn Boys. There we go. South Brooklyn, guys. South Brooklyn, that's where it's at. That's where the Italians are. Yeah. And, of course, the Hispanic gangs or the Latin gangs, which a lot of people know of because you watch them on TV all the time. You got the 18th Street Gang, Associated Neta. You got Brown Pride, Cali Cartel, the Dominicans Don't Play, uh, Fresno Bulldogs, uh, Ghetto Brothers, Gulf Cartel. Uh, Juarez Cartel, the La Raza Nation, uh, Latin Eagles, Latin Kings, Los Zetas, Mara Salvatrucha, which you know is MS-13. I think one of the most uh, dangerous gangs out there uh, because they'll, they'll kill you for nothing. I mean, there, there was one incident a couple years back where they killed a bus full of, uh, of uh, women and children. So these guys have absolutely no heart at whatsoever. Uh, you have the Mexican Mafia or La M, you know, uh, of course, you've seen the the movie American Me. Oh, isn't that great when he sticks the big old uh, jaded knife up that guy's asshole? Oh, that was great. That made the movie for me. But anyway, uh, Mexican Mafia, the Norteños, you have the Soreños. And of course, with the Soreños, you got all these different little branches. You got 38th Street Gang. You got the Tunerville, like the guy I was talking about, the Clanton 14, Longos, Venice 13, Santa Monica 13, El Monte Flores 13. And the reason why they got 13, because M is the 13th letter of the alphabet. So they're basically... Uh, so the Soreños are part of the Mexican Mafia, and that's how they re show respect to the Mexican Mafia. Uh, you also got the Spanish Gangster Disciples, the Tijuana Cartel, and uh, others. And there's, there's also uh, Middle Eastern and North African uh, gangs here. You got the Jewish Mafia. Whoever thought the little Jewish guys could be part of the Mafia? You know, you think they're either in banks or, you know, they're, they're uh, you know, working in uh, investment banking and jewelry and diamonds and all that stuff. But no, they're, they're, they're uh, part of uh, they're gang members too. they got the Israeli Mafia. Uh, you have uh, the Assyrian, uh, Chaldean Mafia. You have the Armenian Mafia, the Tap Boys, the Palestinian American Mafia. Uh, Native Americans, you got the Indian Posse. <laughs> Indians. I never thought they'd be in a gang, but oh well. It is what it is, right? Uh, of course, now you have the prison gangs. You got the white supremacists, the Aryan Brotherhoods, uh, the Black Guerrilla Family, the Black Liberation Army, Bloods, Crips, DC Blacks, Dead Man Inc. 
European kindred, folk nation, uh, Mexican mafia, of course, uh, Mexicanomy, uh, you have the nietas, you have the nuestra familia, you got the people's nation, you got public enemy number one, and these people are public enemy number one. They are. I think to everybody who aren't, who, who aren't gang members, gang members are public enemies. Pure and simple. Uh, you got the puro tango blast. <laughs> some of these, some of these names, man, I tell you. Uh, you have the Texas Syndicate, uh, the Zoe Pound Gang, and of course, Mara Salvatrucha, which is MS-13. Of course, you got Russian mafias. And of course, the Ru- Russian mafia also got some funny names to them too. You got the Potato Gang, the the Potato Bag Gang for Russian mafia. Uh, anyway, uh, you have okay the, some of the white gangs. Uh, you have the 311 Boys, the Almighty Saints, the Aryan Nation, the Chicago the Chicago Gaylords. Are you fucking serious? The Chicago Gaylords, man, change your name, okay? If you're not going to change your uh, your way of thinking and stay in the gang, change your fucking name. The Chicago Gaylords, okay? Uh, yeah, the Forty Two Gang, the Freight Train Riders of America. <laughs> well, uh, must be a bunch of bums in that one. Uh, the Ku Klux Klan, of course. The uh, you know a bunch of uh, the rednecks. Uh, the jousters, the Nazi lowriders. That's one thing I haven't, I've never understood about about this gang, the Nazi lowriders. You know, they're supposed to be a white supremacist gang, and they're against you know other types of um, of, my, of minorities like you know the blacks and the Mexicans. But yet, lowriders are associated with Mexicans, but they call themselves the Nazi lowriders. Almost like a you know a gay priest. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Mm, I know. <laughs> Public enemy number one, of course. You have the Southside Popes. <laughs> well, they just call themselves the Southside Poopers. I mean, because they're full of shit anyway. Uh, Volks Front. They're also white supremacists. The Black Scorpions. The Black Scorpions. They're a white supremacist gang. When they call themselves the Black Scorpions. Oh, And, of course, the Shockers. Anyway, if you're lucky enough to live in a town or a city that's not infested with this vermin um, good for you you know even if even if you have to drive an hour to work stay where you're at because the less gang members there are the better off you are the better off your families are so uh, so that's pretty much all I got to say about that they basically they, they they make fun of themselves especially you know the that one gang, I mean, the Puro Tango Blast, it's just unbelievable. <laughs> uh, the Gaylords and the, the Freight Train Riders. <laughs> but uh, next episode, we're going to be talking about prisons. And uh, what can we do to uh, provide adequate punishment for these guys? Because I think they have it too nice. They have it too good. You know, it's basically a country club for these idiots. So, until then, this is Jason, and this is my thoughts on the world. And, of course, remember to uh, email me at uh, solistheory at gmail.com with your comments, or, or if you want uh, something put on the uh, podcast, I'll put it on there for you. So, thank you for listening, and uh, I hope to hear your thoughts as well. Take care. <laughs>